This week on The Wise Guys. Man, I remember just saying I got to make it bigger and better than Essence of Summer. I got to, you know, just like really blow it out of the park. And so we went across the street to this gallery named uh, House of Art Gallery at the time. And the owner, he seemed pretty in tuned with my vision. And I guess he wanted to really support. So, you know, what he did, he gave me a shot. He gave me a shot. Now, it was really bad because Wise Community only, like, guess how many people came to the event? Just take a good guess. About six people showed up. There were six people who showed up, and there were about seven or eight performers. Man, when I say that was such a hard hit, that was a hard hit. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Kevin Unglad, and you are now tuning in to the Wise Guys Podcast, brought to you by Flowered Concrete. Check it out. Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? This is your boy, Kevin Unglad. And welcome, 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 ladies and gents. We're back for another week of the Wise Guys Podcast. How are you all doing today? I know everyone is out and about, I'm sure, enjoying this nice stretch of beautiful weather that we've been having um, at a very early junction of spring. Spring 2021 is here. Uh, But other than that, how's everyone doing today? I hope everyone's having a great, great, great day thus far. Uh, First thing first... um, I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, thank you to everyone that's been rocking with our podcast. I know I addressed this last episode, but I'll say it again. You know, we're halfway through this season of season three, Dreaming Big. That's our theme. And, you know, on the behalf of Mark and myself, we just want to say thank you again. We appreciate you for always being there with us, um, holding it down with us, and always there along for the ride. Um, and also, too, in addition to Mark, he couldn't be here yet again today. So, you know, I already know I'm already holding it down for my good brother and one half of the Wise Guys squad. So shout out to my boy, Mark, my brother right there. Um, Also, ladies and gents, you know, um, today's topic is a continuation of sorts uh, from last week's episode. Yeah. So I thought it was very important that, you know, we kind of just like, you know, sat down together and we talked about it. Today's episode, episode 54, is the art of accountability. Again, episode 54, The Art of Accountability. As you know, uh, this is a continuation of these art series in terms of like taking certain terms or words and kind of phrasing them to be art in some way or how like the process of how these things work in nature, there's like a science to it or there's like an art to it, as, as you know, one usually says. So with that being said, I want to talk about accountability today, Wise Community. When you think about accountability... What is accountability to you, right? What is accountability to you and how does it either help you grow, evolve, change, or just fail and crumble, you know, in, in, the, in the face of adversity, challenges, or things that may bring some form of, you know, mistakes or things that may bring some form of accountability to your plate, all right? So that's what I kind of want to talk about here. I wish Mark was here because I know he would probably have a lot to say in regards to this or just some great ideas in general. But again, it's me and I'm holding it down with y'all. Okay, cool. So segment number one today, ladies and gents, is holding yourself or others accountable. Again, segment one today, ladies and gents, is holding yourself or others accountable. All right. So part of growth, right? Part of evolving and becoming the person that you say you are and you 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 know you eventually want to be and you eventually will become, you know, consists of you know, um, how can I say this? It consists of 
holding yourself accountable and being responsible for your failures, your successes, and everything in between, right? So, for example, I know there are a lot of people out there that want to be bosses, right? We come across um, a plethora of people in our day-to-day lives or daily lives, um, per se, that want to be entrepreneurs, right? They want to be CEOs. They want to be the top dog. They want to be the boss, the leader of the company, right? They want to own um, a couple of franchises or Fortune 500 businesses one day, right? But do you know what comes with that? Do you know what comes with that lifestyle? Do you know what comes with the infrastructure of running a business? Do you know what comes with the responsibility level that comes with it? Now, I don't, you know, I don't deem myself an expert of being someone of such high regards to the point where my accountability is that of a CEO level, um, an entrepreneur level. Well, you know, I take that back. I am an entrepreneur, but a CEO level or, or um, you know, the franchise owner of multiple chains of restaurants level or something like that. But I know by the way I'm carrying myself and, and the way I'm currently navigating and executing uh, projects and things of that sort throughout, throughout my life currently, I know one day I will be that. You know, I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that one day I will be of that level, of that caliber. And currently, I am in due process and I am on my way. Uh, but with that being said, there's a certain level of, of accountability that comes with all of these things. So I know I've uh, mentioned it before, but, you know, never hurts to kind of bring it back up again. As you all know, last community, I am the, uh, you know, the founder of Flowered Concrete, right? Flowered Concrete. It started out, or I started it in 2012 as strictly a indie press, an independent publishing press of independent books, you know? So I published everything from fiction to poetry, as well as nonfictions of some sorts or to certain degrees, such as memoirs and, you know, biographies and things of that that nature. And, you know, it started out pretty well, uh, you know, yeah, so as I was saying before, um, I got caught off there for a quick second. You know, it started off pretty well. Um, you know, Flower Concrete has been growing for quite some time, but, you know, it was just something that I was just always working on. And so I remember I was 23. I had just graduated from uh, Brooklyn College with my uh, degree in English. And, you know, I started doing a lot of events. Well, not at that time. I, I had been doing events, but I, I had started, like, putting myself out there a little bit more of my events. And shout out to the homie Joshua Walker. We partnered up and we collabed, uh, like I told you in the last episode, um, with, the, with the library. We also did an event called Essence of Summer um, that was pretty, pretty dope. It was at this yogurt spot in Brooklyn called Brooklyn Swirl. Shout out to my homie, uh, Dr. Gene Alert. Um, Gene Alert uh, and his wife... Uh, Gata, they own the spot. Um, it's a man. It's a brilliant, brilliant of a place uh, where you can get organic frozen yogurt, all for a great, reasonable price. It's very healthy, and it's a black business, so you know you should definitely be in support of them. But I remember we had this event called Essence of Summer there, and we rocked it, y'all. Like we, Josh and I did numbers that night. Like it was so crazy to the point where the building was so packed, um, the yogurt shop was so packed that people were just. It, like the crowd spilled outside and people were just chilling and standing. And it was a young crowd, you know, like everyone there was like between the ages of like 18 to like 
to like 25, 30. You know, it was just like a really good night. Solid crowd. Um, and so, you know, we did numbers. We did numbers and I was really proud of myself. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I didn't mean to yawn. I know Josh was proud of himself. You know, we were proud of, proud of ourselves collectively as a duo. We killed it. We did what we had to do. And Flower Concrete and Avenue Music Group was out here repping, doing what they, you know, doing what we do best. So as a result of that, you know, as things progressed and, you know, momentum continued to build, you know, I decided to do another event down the line. Uh, this one, I was like, okay, I'm going to call this one uh, Tales of the Stolen Youth. And I remember, you know, at that time, Josh and I wasn't seeing eye to eye, so I decided to bring this other guy aboard. Um, it didn't actually go well with him, so I'm not going to really talk about that or him or really bring him up give him any light of day, but man, I remember just was saying I got to make it bigger and better than Essence of Summer. I got to, you know, just like really blow it out of the park. And so we went across the streets to this gallery named uh, House of Art Gallery at the time. And the owner, he seemed pretty in tune with my vision and I guess he wanted to really support. So, you know, what he did, he gave me a shot. He gave me a shot. Now, it was really bad because wise community only like, guess how many people came to the event? Just take a good guess. About six people showed up. There were six people who showed up, and there were about seven or eight performers. Man, when I say that was such a hard hit, that was a hard hit. Um, the guy who I was working with and who I partnered with at the time, I thought he was going to bring people because we had agreed to kind of make this a collaborative event. You know, we had met each other at the uh, Brooklyn Book Festival, and I, and I I was really fond of him, and I thought he was really cool, but I didn't know this guy from a needle in a haystack, and I just took a chance on him. And I was like, well, you're going to have to give me half of the money for the event to give back to the event owner because I we can't do this. And then he was like, no, you're going to do that on your own time. I didn't put any money up for this. I wasn't going to put many money up for this. Who do you think you are telling me what to do? And I was like, what? I'm like, this guy's an asshole. So I remember just talking to the event owner, just telling him what it was, and he told me, look, this is unacceptable. You can't have a, or call yourself a businessman and have like a low minimum turnout, turnout like this. Like, this is how I make my money. This is how I make my bread. This is how I feed my family. So this is unacceptable, and I'm not taking this from you. And honestly, like, this, this, is suck. this sucks. This is just bad business practice. I swear to you, wise community, when I say I wanted to cry, I wanted to gauge my eyes out. It was hurtful. It was painful. I just couldn't believe what exactly I, I was experiencing at the time and what I was going through. So I remember I said, okay, cool. Don't worry about it. You'll get your money back. And so what I ended up having to do was that was actually, was that a week of me? I think that was like about a week into me working at Queensboro. I had just started working at Queensboro at the time. And I remember my first check was like seven, $800. You know what I did with that money, right? As soon as I got that money, guys, I remember I went right on the train the next, was it the next day or that same day? I don't even remember. It was that weekend, actually. That weekend, that Saturday. So the day after, uh, my, the, um, the day I got my check, which was Saturday, I remember going on the train that day, taking, taking the, the, hopping on the E train to the A train or the C train, heading over to Brooklyn Swirl, walking on the block of, of his, uh, of his, uh, you know, his gallery and giving him all the money. I'm like, yo, it's all there, count it, whatever, whatnot. And I remember he was just shocked because I don't think he ever thought he'd see me again, especially to give him all his money. You know what I'm saying? Because I owed him the, 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 the admission fee and as well as the fee to rent out the building. Um, and he just gave me this look of fondness like, okay, young man, you, you definitely got something w within you for you to, ha you know, come all the way down here and give me this money. 
you know, it shows like like he had this look in his eye like he showed that showed that he like I got his respect like he he admired me and he appreciated me and I'll never forget that like that that meant a lot to me too because I just wanted to let him know that I was a man of my word and I wasn't gonna play him like that you know what I'm saying so it worked out well I ended up giving um you know. Mr. Richard Beavers, the owner of the art gallery, his money back. And as a result of giving him his money back, you know, I was I felt free, obviously, and um, I was happy. And I think even though my business had, not my business, but like my business endeavor with that event had failed, it made me feel good that I could actually pay this man his money back and actually do so when I said I was going to do it. So I was very happy and I was very, um, what's the word? Uh, not appreciative, but I was... Uh, I was proud of myself. I was really proud of myself. I was proud of the fact that I was able to do that and to do it in such class act fashion, fashion you know? So after that, pretty much, um, you know, I just said to myself, I just got to get better. You know, I got to get better. I got to do what I got to do, and I just got to do it the right way. And so from there, you know, from that point on, I just said I would always try to improve and just be better in what I did. So with that being said, Wise Community, um, I learned a lot from that, right? I learned adversity, I learned grit, I learned determination, and I learned growth. I learned all of those things and key principles, and I think all of those things have enabled me to evolve to become the person that I am today. If it wasn't for that event bombing and me thinking that I was the, you know, the ish, as they say, because of my credibility or my perceived value in myself due to the Essence of Summer event, I don't think I would have ever had an opportunity to be humbled in such fashion and to learn from, you know, my mistakes and learn from my negligence and my ignorance. Um, and he held me accountable. He held me accountable to the point where I wanted to cry. A grown man, a grown boy at 23 years old, wanting to cry because of the fact that things didn't go his way. And it made me realize that sometimes life doesn't go your way, you know? Uh, last thing I wanted to say before I close out the show is I remember... Um, I went on a Facebook rant that I, now looking back at it in hindsight, I regret. I shouldn't have done it. But I started blaming people, I think. I think I started calling people out by name of who did not attend the event and stuff like that. Just acting like a real child. And I remember, you know, at that point, Joshua and myself, we had gone our separate ways. We weren't really talking like that. But I remember he reached out to me through DM. He actually went to the event too, believe it or not. Him and his girlfriend, they stopped by for a bit. I remember he reached out to me and he was like, Kevin, like, take down that post. And I was like, no, I refuse. People need to hear it. Like, they didn't support my event, so I'm telling them about themselves. And then he said, why did your event not do well? Is it because of them or was it ultimately because you? You were the reason why I failed. So you're the failure. And I was just like, excuse me? And I, you know, I already was having a couple of issues with him at the time, so I didn't want to hear anything from him. But he went into full explanation. He said, well, you didn't market the event properly. You know, you didn't go out and about and meet these people halfway. How do you expect them to come to your event if you don't go out and you don't support them? And, you know, also, too, on top of that, you know, what marketing strategies or what promotional strategies did you implement or utilize in order to ensure the attendance of those people at your show? Also, you're doing it on Thanksgiving weekend when you know Thanksgiving weekend people are out and about. People are not trying to go to a show Thanksgiving weekend, especially if they're coming from out of town and want to spend time with their families. And I thought about it wise community. I was like, you know what? This guy's right. Everything he's saying is true, and there's not one flaw to what he's saying. So I just kind of had to, you know, just take it for what it was and just eat it. You know, I was like, you know what, Joshua's right. I can't be mad, and this is what it is. So I say that to say, uh, wise community, that you got to take accountability where it is, and you got to accept it for what it is. 
you have to be responsible and hold yourself accountable for the things that you've done wrong. And if you don't, you will be humbled. That's an absolute fact, you know? So I say all this to say, you know, I appreciate that moment of time because that moment of time allowed me to grow and to evolve as a person while also mature and try to take myself and pull myself out of my shoes to see what other people are thinking or, or experiencing. So I say all that to say it's important and quite imperative that you reflect upon the journey and as well as the mistakes or the issues and circumstances that you face in order to grow, adapt, and change your, the outcome of your life um, a- after dealing with them, you know? Whether that be talking to your mother, your sister, your father, your brother, whoever it is, it's, it's super imperative that you do that. And, uh, you know, wise community, I, I say that to say, with that being said, have you ever held yourself or has anyone ever held you accountable? If so, why? Why did they hold you accountable? What did you do or did not do that led to them having to hold you accountable and put you in a position of you know, discomfort, which allowed you to grow and to better yourself as a person? I would love to hear your thoughts. Please be sure to send an email to thewiseguysnyc at gmail.com. Or if you'd like, also you can please, in addition to sending an email, what you can also do is you can leave us a comment on this episode's, uh, this week's episode's uh, post in regards to this. I would love to hear your thoughts, all right? Um, word to the wise. Our final segment of the day, word to the wise. My word to the wise today in regards to this topic of conversation within this episode is reflect. As I said before, reflect, reflection. Reflection is key and very critical to one's success and one's growth in their life. If you don't reflect and think about the things you've done, you're never going to take that time to evolve and to change and to adapt as a person to the things that are happening around you. So wise community, just know that it's very important to reflect and to think about these things moving forward. And when I say these things, I mean whatever ordeal, situation, or circumstance it is that you are currently facing. Without reflecting, you will never be able to implement changes within your life. Reflecting is a way of sitting and actually thinking about the things you've gone through to process them. A lot of people, we don't reflect. We run. We often run and we always think that we're not the root of the cause or of to, pl- of to blame or, or of any issues or problems that we face, okay? So reflect. So with that being said, Wise Community, I truly appreciate you. And on behalf of Mark and myself, this has been a great episode. Please, if you love our podcast, please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you can. Also, please be sure to screenshot the show. Screenshot it and then share it on your stories. I would love to hear, Mark would love to hear about people who enjoy the show, who think that the show has played a part um, in changing their lives or just being a part of their daily routine. Please, everyone, we would love to hear from you. This would be great. Um, man, like, yo, we're halfway through this season. Y'all been rocking with us. We got another half to go, but best believe we're going to get to the end of June, you know, keeping it hot, keeping it fresh and keeping it cool. All right. So as I said at the beginning of the show, well, well, before I close it out, sorry, the podcast is available on a majority streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, and any other podcast, uh, catcher that is out there. All right. So please be sure to check us out. All right, now time to really end it for real this time. As I said at the beginning of the show, this is the man, Kevin Unglad, and you are now tuning in, or you've been tuning into, rather that, to the Wise Guys podcast. All right, we'll see you all next week. Enjoy this nice weather, y'all. Stay wise.